Living Corporate is brought to you by The Break Room. Have you ever felt burnt out, depressed, or otherwise exhausted by being one of the onlys at work? You know what I'm talking about. Hosted by black psychologists, psychiatrists, and PhDs, The Break Room is a live weekly web show in the Living Corporate Network that discusses mental health, wellness, and healing for black folks at work. Name another weekly show explicitly focused on mental health, wellness, and healing for black folks at work. I'll wait. This is why you got to check out The Break Room, airing every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on livingcorporate.tv. Hey, everybody, this is See It to Be It, the Saturday podcast from Living Corporate. Living Corporate is a digital media network that centers and amplifies black and brown people at work. My name is Amy C. Wanninger, and I'm the host of See It to Be It. When I was growing up in rural Southern Indiana, I didn't know people who went to college or who worked in professional roles. I didn't know what those jobs looked like, much less how to break into them. But this show isn't about me, it's about the guests. Every Saturday, I bring you career stories from everyday role models in jobs you may not know exist. More importantly, the folks I interview share their perspectives as black and brown professionals in jobs and environments where they may be the only. My guest today is Michelle Parker, who works with an organization that certifies small women-owned businesses and helps match them to corporate buyers. But before we get to the interview, we're going to tap in with Tristan for some career advice. What's going on, Living Corporate? It's Tristan, and I want to thank you for tapping back in with me as I provide some tips and advice for professionals. In this tip, I want to discuss a few topics you should discuss during your one-on-ones. One-on-ones are a vital part of your career success, but they're often either cast aside, wasted, or used strictly to speak to your leader's agenda. But there are topics that you should consider bringing up during your one-on-one to gather information that will help you throughout your career. First, You should always talk to your boss about what you're working on and provide any status or progress updates. This helps keep your manager in the loop on where your energy is focused to ensure you are on the right path and in alignment with the department's priorities. It also makes sure the excellent work you're doing stays top of mind with your leadership team, which can lead to better projects, raises, and even promotions. Next, discuss the performance goals that you set annually. You want to make sure you're on track to meet your goals, which greatly influence raises and promotions. If you're not on track, this allows you time to discuss how you can fix the situation. Also, throughout the year, the department or company's strategies and focus may change, which means that your goals should change with them. So this conversation can help ensure that your goals always remain relevant and attainable. Lastly, make sure you're having a conversation about relevant metrics and key performance indicators to understand how your work plays into the organization's larger goals. This is something that so many professionals miss, and it becomes very apparent during self-reviews at the end of the year and when it's time to work on their resumes, cover letters, and LinkedIn's. If you can't confidently tell someone how your work impacts the organization, you aren't diving deep enough to understand how your work relates to the bigger picture. The moral of the story here is that one-on-ones are not just for your boss to check in with you, but it's also for you to update and check in with your boss. Make sure you carve out time to discuss things that are important to you and your growth. Thanks for tapping in with me today.
Don't forget, I'm now taking submissions from you all on career questions, issues, concerns, or advice you think may help others. So make sure to submit yours at bit.ly forward slash tap in Tristan. This tip was brought to you by Tristan of Layfield Resume Consulting. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Layfield Resume or connect with me, Tristan Layfield, on LinkedIn. Living Corporate is brought to you by The Leadership Range, a podcast within the Living Corporate Network. Hosted by globally certified and Fortune 500 executive coach and leadership development expert Neil Edwards, The Leadership Range is focused on having real, raw, soulful, and accountable conversations about inclusive leadership, allyship, professional development. Every week is a new episode with new learning and new actions to take on to grow inclusively. Make sure you check out The Leadership Range everywhere you listen to podcasts. My guest today is Michelle Parker. Michelle understands the power of serving and connecting diverse small businesses. As the Women's Business Enterprise and Corporate Member Services Manager for the Great Lakes Women's Business Council, she leads training and business development programs to build sustainable women business enterprises or WEBIs and the corporations looking to do business with us and lead at any level. My company is a certified WEBI, which I'm really proud of. She is a strong supporter of women entrepreneurs growing successful businesses. Michelle is an entrepreneur at heart, providing fitness and financial coaching through My Heart Enterprise. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. I am really excited to talk to you. So some of my guests I've met before, some of them I have not, and you are somebody our paths have crossed a few times mm -hmm. at different women's conference events um, here in you know the Midwest and um, I think the Great Lakes region of, yes. of the Women's Business Conferences, Michigan, Indiana. And, uh, yes. And that's it? That is it for our, our local region. Correct. Okay. Perfect. And so I tend to hit more of the events in Indiana because that's where I live. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm just such a fan of yours. And I didn't realize until we set up this interview that you have your own business too. Yes, so, um, so tell me a little bit about fitness and financial coaching with my heart, because I want to start there. Okay. Well, Again, thanks. This is, is this is wonderful to have this time to just kind of chit chat with you, Amy. <laughs> um, actually, it's a new endeavor that I am doing. My heart enterprise is really about um, things that have tugged at my heart on various levels throughout my life that I decided to pursue as a coaching opportunity to coach individuals um, in their fitness. Um, I became a Zumba instructor a while ago, and I love fitness and keeping everyone healthy, as well as financial. I became a financial coach um, last year, actually, through the Dave Ramsey Master Training Program. And so um, decided to combine these efforts because they both tug on everyone's heart, especially during difficult times. And, and I'm, I'm coaching now people to health and wealth. I think that is fabulous. And, you know, those are two things that people often neglect, right? They, they're so focused on goals and family and those sorts of things that health and um, financial management kind of go by the wayside. So I love that you're putting a focus on both of those things. <laughs> Thanks. It's, it's a lot of fun and very rewarding. <laughs> now, if you could somehow work, you know, balancing my checkbook into the Zumba class, I might get really excited <laughs> about balancing my checkbook. <laughs> That's something I have to think about. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how that would work. But Zumba is so much fun. It is. And so do you do your classes online now that we're all 
homebound and uh, pandemic averse? Actually, that has been the rebirth of my Zumba is through the pandemic that we've been in last April. I was just like, I I have to get going. I'm not going to the gym anymore. So I asked some friends, hey, do you want to join me for a Zumba class virtually on on Zoom? And they started joining and more people started joining. So um, it became a a Zumba tribe online. So come and and party with us with Zumba. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to have to get the link to that so we can post it in the show notes. Awesome. Okay. And selfishly, I want the link to that because Zumba is so much fun. It is. It is lots of fun. Surely. Thank you. (laughs) Of course. Now I'm betting that your um, personal business, the business that you own is a women's certified business. Is that correct? It is not yet (gasps) because it's so new. It's so new. And yes, there, yes, it is not certified. Uh, but it is in the works to be eventually. So Okay. <laughs> and so the reason I asked that question is because Michelle works for the certifying body that yes. actually <laughs> uh, bestows certification upon women's, women-owned businesses and women's managed businesses. And so, um, Michelle, can you just talk a little bit about how you got involved with the Great Lakes Women's Business Council? So actually, the the story is is rather lengthy, but I'm not going to go into all the detail, but I will share um, that um, I was in a, I I used to live in Illinois, that's where my, I'm born and raised, and I was uh, working for a fulfillment company and um, doing a variety of different things with my life, but I always felt like there was more, um, I call it like a, a deeper God calling for me. And so um, I decided to see what that was about. And I ended up finding a program called uh, Volunteers in Service to America or VISTA, AmeriCorps program. And I wanted to serve somewhere. And so I found VISTA and I looked online and there was a program in Detroit, Michigan called an organization called SEED, which today is called the Great Lakes Women's Business Council. Um, and they were had a VISTA uh, position for their loan program within the inner city of Detroit. And so I applied and decided to uproot my life and move to Detroit and um, serve in that capacity um, for one year. And the organization decided to keep me on um, because they it was such a right fit. You know, I love serving the small businesses um, and learning and growing. Um, And there was other opportunities within the organization that they had. So um, now, 10 years later, I've um, I've, uh, now been working more closely with the certification program that we offer for women business owners to gain opportunities within corporate America um, and assisting to the development of that program. And I relocated my life here to um, Indianapolis, Indiana in 2015 through the organization because we needed support down in the Indiana region to support companies like LEAD at any level um, in growth and development and our corporate partners that partner with us to to do business with our WBEs or WBEs. So Michelle, can you um, kind of explain, you know, you work with two different groups, right? You work with corporate partners, which are big companies, big companies, right? Like Kellogg and... Yes. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Ford Motor Company, right? And then you work with little tiny companies like mine that are maybe one or two people big or five people big or 
you know, even 150 people big mm-hmm. and you sort of play matchmaker. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, sure. So corporations have programs in place um, called supplier diversity programs um, that are designed to identify the small businesses that they can uh, help to develop and grow and do business with. Um, It is in a a program that was originally developed by the federal government um, that said that companies doing business with them should be doing business with the small businesses, both diverse businesses, minority businesses, women-owned businesses, et cetera, um, to help level the playing field for those businesses. And so as a result of that mandate, Corporations, like you mentioned, the Kellogg's and the um, automotive industry up in Detroit and the Cummins and the Lilies down here in Indianapolis have developed these programs to identify those certified uh, WBEs, MBEs. And um, they count on organizations like the Great Lakes Women's Business Council, which I'm a part of, to actually go in to certify those companies and to verify that they are truly um, owned by a woman-owned company. And so um, through that, we've certified them and now we've um, really confirmed that you are a woman-owned company. And now we have the opportunity to provide you with the matchmaking opportunities to connect you with the corporates through various events, um, matchmakers, um, opportunities to develop and grow the WBE company, the corporations. Um, There's so much uh, opportunity and it's really for the WBEs, it's a marketing tool um, to gain business in areas that you might not have um, an opportunity to get in front of somebody's from Kellogg's, just knocking on the front door of Kellogg's. Um, But this is giving you uh, a chance to sit at the table uh, with those major corporations to develop and grow and, and hopefully produce business opportunities. Yes. And what I love about those events is you're literally sitting at the table with these folks and it feels like such a level playing field. It's not intimidating. It's not, you know, you're not sitting there pitching, right? You're having conversations. You're looking for good mutual fit. Um, But, you know, Great Lakes Women's Business Council, and I don't want to take us too far off of it, but they're not the only certifying body for women's businesses, but it's not just women owned businesses that can get certified in this space kind of a space, right? right? For these diverse supplier initiatives. Can you talk a little bit about some of your um, sister organizations that certify other groups? Sure. So there are um, definitely, we are not the, we certify women business owners in Michigan and Indiana. And it's actually through a national organization called the Women Business Enterprise National Council or the acronym for WeBank. Um, And there are 14 regional partners throughout the nation that are certifying women business owners uh, for uh, the WeBank certification. However, there are other certifications that are available to you. Uh, We work very closely and and do some partnering specifically down here in Indiana with the Minority Council. So the Mid-States Minority Development Council here in, in the Indiana region, they certify minority businesses, Um, whether you're male or female. And so um, they are taking those companies and giving them opportunities with corporate America. Um, And there's a variety of different other certifications as well. Um, Veterans has a certification program. Uh, We also certify with uh, the federal government, the women-owned small business certification. So that's another door opportunity within federal government contracts. And um, there's 
uh, states and cities have uh, certification programs to design to identify um, women minority-owned companies for those opportunities. And so we all really uh, play very well in the sand, you can say, um, in supporting each other um, and making sure that the diverse suppliers understand the benefits of being certified and, and what it can provide for your companies and in your growth and development, which is very important, very key um, to know. Absolutely. The, um, you know, the interesting thing, I don't think a lot of, the reason I'm asking these questions is I don't think a lot of small business owners, like what I'm going to call micro business owners, right? Solopreneurs, mm -hmm. um, people who are kind of just running their own, you know, running their own thing, right? Their side mm -hmm. hustle that may be, may or may not be their main hustle right now. Um, you know, not only do companies look for people like us yes. because they know that we, it's surprising, but small businesses like ours, when we grow, we hire more people yes. all told than yes. all those big companies combined because there are so many of us. Yes, exactly. And that is, that is a key piece there, um, um, Amy, definitely. Um, the companies, you know, small business is the, the backbone of our nation and the economy and the growth that we're seeing. It's you all are, are hiring the, 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 the folks um, and the large corporations see that. And so that's why um, their, their purpose for having the programs are so much bigger than, um, you know, a good feel to do business with small businesses. But it makes sense in the community because you all are the ones that are growing. You are the ones that are leading the nation. And so um, they, they should be feeding into that. And one thing I want to also share, Amy, and we and you might have this question down the road, but not only in within these networks are you able to connect with the major corporations, but other diverse businesses, small business owners, um, to do business with them, to network and build. Um, that is such a key piece that um, we definitely our WBEs take advantage of this, have the opportunity to build this network of of like-minded entrepreneurs to be able to have conversations with, to business training development with, um, strategies that you can share amongst each other to help your, you during different times in your business. So that's yes. important piece. <laughs> and there are also a lot of strategic alliances that happen in those conversations. Yes. There are a lot of subcontracts that happen yes. in those conversations. Exactly. So it really is an amazing community. And, you know, from the corporation, from the corporate partners standpoint, you know, I want to put a really fine point on this, that this is not charity for them. This right. is investing in their community so that they have sustainable consumer base in their communities, right? Exactly. Because if people are employed, they're going to buy stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And then you add in the federal government, the state government, you know, some of the larger municipalities, not only are they investing for economic reasons and for altruistic reasons, they actually have set asides right. for these businesses. Exactly. Can you talk a little bit about that? Exactly. Yeah. But go, going back to that one point, Amy, that you mentioned, you know, um, there's a statistic out there that um, 80 percent of the consumer decision is made by women consumers. And we also have the power to influence that other 20 percent. And so those corporations, like you said, have you know seen that. And it's like a strategy to have 
that um, WBE suppliers influence within the, within their organizations. And so that's definitely, and definitely there are um, certain set-asides um, that are available to the WBEs, um, specifically with when you are a um, WOSB, a woman on small business certified, and you have that, you're able to, you know, there's some set aside, they're set aside for those WOSBs to take a part of and to get those opportunities. So it's it's a huge opportunity for doors to open for um, minority women-owned businesses that um, we, we want everyone to know about. And it's not just here in Indiana, it's across the nation. Um, those doors of opportunities can open up. And, you know, it's interesting, too, because I think a lot of people, if they do know about certification, they think they have to pick one. Oh, no. And- <laughs> oh, no. If you are in your you- face when I said that. Oh, no, not at all. If you are a woman, you should be woman certified. If you are a minority, you should get minority certified. If you are a veteran, you want to get them all. I see, you know, some people are like, well, which certification should I obtain? Should I get? Because it is a process. It's not, you know, an easy process to get certified. We do ask for quite a, a number of items that you need to prepare and provide. And um, there's an interview process, all of that. But um, it is worth it at the end of the day. Um, to get each certification and it does get easier as you're going through the process. So (laughs) it does. And, you know, when I, when I decided I was going to be, um, when I was going to apply to be a Weeby, a women business enterprise, um, I didn't even have QuickBooks set up yet in my business. Like I was so new. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I remember calling a friend of mine who was a CPA. I was like, "Um, how do I make a profit and loss statement? And she just kind of like, she, I could hear her sit down the phone and like sigh and come back and go, you need to hire an accountant and you need to get QuickBooks and you need to do this. And so the certification process was not only good for me in terms of being certified, it was also good for me to kind of get my own house in order. Yes. Right. Because I understood like, these are the things that companies are going to look for before they're going to hire me. Right. They want to know that I got my books, you know, on lock. They want to know that I know what I'm selling. They want to know. Yes, indeed. And the other thing that I think people need to know is, and I'm sorry, I'm like taking over the interview with stuff I want to tell people. <laughs> no, that's good. This is, this is good. <laughs> I get fired up about this. So <laughs> after I certified with, with WeBank through the Great Lakes Council um, as a women's business enterprise, I could at the same time apply to be a WASB, which is a women-owned small mm-hmm. business. So it was one process, two one certifications. Process. Yes. And then I started looking at the um, the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce offers. Yes. yes. Um, it's a big long acronym. Are you ready for this? LGBTBE, which is a lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender business enterprise, which you have to apply for. Yes. But but because I had my piece of paper that said I'm a certified weeby. Yes. I just got to submit that and answer a few more questions, like this many more questions, not a whole big long thing. Right. And that certification process went super smooth. There you go. And the same thing happened at the state level when I, you know, certified with the Department of Transportation so I could do work at the airport. So getting one is a great start, but it doesn't have to be the end and it can make that whole, the whole rest of the process so easy. So much easier. Exactly. You hit it on the nail, Amy. Yes. So start somewhere 
And then you'll find that it's easy to just get certified with all these other entities. And some organizations like we have a, a memorandum of agreement with the state of Indiana and the city of Indianapolis, where we will help um, support you in documentations and getting certified through other entities. It's not all over, but um, there are certain entities that will help you get certified um, in with various groups and organizations. So. So if somebody's listening to this and they think, well, I have a really small business, how do I know if I'm even ready to go through this process? Where can somebody start to just start educating themselves and figuring out like, is this something worth doing? Sure. I would suggest you start, well, with the WeBank certification, uh, which we provide, and also with the other uh, certifications, you want to start at their um, national organization's website. Um, I always send our women business owners interested in being WeBank certified to webank.org. And they even have a questionnaire that says, is certification right for me? You can go through the questionnaire. They ask a variety of different questions. Um, and at the end, you know, you can decide based on what you're looking to do within your organization. Who are you looking to grow with? Um, are you looking for a network? Some, um, some of RWBEs, to be honest, they're not looking for corporate contracts. They want to do business with other WBEs. And so they get certified to be able to network and connect with other WBEs to receive the training and development um, programs that we offer um, to women business owners. And so um, there's a variety of different reasons to uh, be WeBank certified, but you got to find it if it's going to be a right fit for you. And that's W-B-E-N-C dot org, right? That's correct. That is correct. Or you can come to our website too, which is greatlakeswbc.org, which is G-R-E-A-T-L-A-K-E-S-W-B-C.org. Perfect. And if you didn't have time to grab a pen and paper, we will put that all on the show notes, but I want to make sure we get the spelling correct because when you say we bank, people don't always know how to spell that. That's right. that is correct. <laughs> it's shorthand. It's shorthand for those of us who know, but it's when you're new and you're listening to all these acronyms, you're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like alphabet soup. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> it is. And the conferences are so good. And you know, you, yeah. um, it, there's just so much to be gained from this community. There's so much learning. There's so many relationships. And I will say there are people who, if you are not, um, if you are not organized and task oriented and you are more of the visionary, um, you know, in your business and not so like brass tacks, there are people who will actually help you with the certification process. You can hire them for a very reasonable fee and they will get all of your stuff in order and they will make sure every, you know, everything is dotted and crossed and, and stapled appropriately and sent in. So you don't (laughs) have to do it yourself. (laughs) Yes, you definitely don't have to do it yourself on your own. And yes, we we definitely have some um, WBEs, some others that we recommend that you speak to for that for assistance with that process. So, excellent. So, just in the time that we have left, I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about, um, you know, what about this work? Because it doesn't sound like you set out to to kind of work in, you know, certifying women's businesses and and making you know, making connections between small businesses and big companies. But once you got into the work, what surprised you about this space? Well, I was, I was surprised all around because I was new in this space and just learning about uh, the opportunity to build these amazing connections 
for WB, for women business owners, diverse business owners to be able to explore larger contracts has, has been amazing. Um, the, the network uh, and just the camaraderie um, within the organization, both on the corporate end, as well as with the women business owners, is I was surprised just to see how much individuals wanted to help others to succeed. And that's truly um, what has um, really helped me along the way, because that is a heart piece of mine, um, is seeing others uh, to see their success and see them succeed um, on this journey that can be rather difficult, you know, as an entrepreneur. It can be very difficult and, and lonely at times, um, but when you can have support through organizations, especially during times such as we're currently in, in the pandemic, um, and you can, you know, attend a, a virtual forum or conference and, and hear about a woman business owner that um, was struggling last year and, and ended up having COVID and um, almost losing her company and then winning a pitch competition that we offered. And, you know, just so much can happen. Um, Is that the wig lady? Yes, yes. Okay, well. so <laughs> so I was in that pitch competition and I did horribly, but it was my first it was my first one. I had no idea what oh. I was doing. But um oh what is her name? I'm sorry. I Kate mean, Johnson. Okay. La she was so awesome. And um and to that point, I want to say like it's not one kind of business. No. That that gets certified as Weeby, right? Because in that, just in that pitch competition, there was a lady who owned a cupcake store who now sells cupcakes in a jar because yes. of COVID. Um, there's a woman who makes and sells her own wigs. Um, yes. And she just got into Walmart, I believe, and a couple of other big box stores because mm-hmm. of her Weeby affiliation. Yes. Um, there were some, you know, small consultancies and training firms mm-hmm. like mine. There were, you know, women who do like um, you know, cast metal work mm-hmm. or lubricants for big yes. um, machinery, you know, big um, uh, manufacturing facilities. Like it's every kind of business yes. you can imagine. Yes, yes, exactly. And that's one thing that truly amazed me is all the just out the box thinking of the companies, the WBE companies, what they were doing, the products that they were providing were just I just never would have thought, oh, you can turn that into a business. Oh, you can turn that into, oh, that's a business too. And it's, it's when you think it's really takes you outside of the box uh, and you're thinking like you, you, you can have products and sell parts to GM and Ford. You can have, you know, um, a, a cupcake to sell to Kellogg's, you know, there's a variety of different things that you can provide that you might already be providing. Some of your listeners might be providing that they had never thought. I could be selling this to some major corporations. And now that we got their heads, there's wheel spinning um, on bigger business opportunities, which is, which is wonderful. Absolutely. And I want to also say that I was impressed with how inclusive the organization and the membership is. Some of the folks that are listening right now might be thinking, oh, Women's Business Council, that's for a bunch of white ladies. Mm-hmm. Can you set them straight on that, Michelle? No, <laughs> no, no, no. We are, we are all inclusive. We have um, a really, really a diverse group of women that we work with, and they are they're phenomenal from all backgrounds, nationalities, uh, 
everything you can imagine. It's really very much an inclusive group um, that really is about growth and, and, and growth for, for each and every one of our women um, that come in to the organization is, is our heart and our passion. And our executive director is actually the, um, the founder of the organization 37 years ago, um, Michelle Richards is our executive director. and I did not know that. Yes, she has really just been um, the heart of the organization and in driving the inclusivity within the organization. Um, And and what you see today um, is is from the hard work that she has put on um, throughout these 37 plus years that we're celebrating in 2021. So it's exciting. It is exciting. So any parting words for folks who are thinking about um, you know, getting, dipping a toe in this space or learning more, any words of encouragement for them? I would say just believe, believe in your company, believe in yourselves. If you have something that you're developing, believe that you can and you will, and, and, and don't be fearful of the big opportunities. There are folks that are here within the organization and we'll take you by your hand and we'll help you um, to develop and grow and, and just um, step out there and, 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 and believe. Michelle, thank you so much for your time today. I am so, so glad to have you on. I, you have been one of those guests that I've been wanting to, to interview forever. <laughs> so, thank you, Amy. Because you, well, you just have so much valuable information to share. And I feel like, I feel like the mission of the organization that you work for is so important to mm-hmm. so many women. And I'm excited that we're going to be Zumbaing together very soon. <laughs> Yes, we will. Yes, we I'm not going to have my camera on, but I will join you. <laughs> no need to have your camera on, but definitely you would want to join. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And thank you, Amy, so much for the invite to be a part in, and to speak to your audience. It, it was an honor. Absolutely. Thank you, Michelle. All right. Thank you. Living Corporate is brought to you by The Access Point. The reality is this is the largest influx of black and brown talent corporate America has ever had. And as a result, a variety of talent entering the workforce are first-generation professionals. The other reality, most of these folks aren't learning what it means to navigate a majority white workplace in their college classes. Enter the Access Point, a live weekly web show within the Living Corporate Network that gives black and brown college students the real talk they need and likely haven't heard elsewhere. Every week, Our hosts and special guests are dropping gems, so don't miss out. Check out The Access Point, airing every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard on livingcorporate.tv. Wasn't Michelle fun? What I loved about this interview is that there's just so much to know about the world of certification and getting your products and services purchased by big companies. Um, you know, it was something that I had to learn to navigate early on when I started my business and I'm so glad I did it early because it's really set me up for success. I encourage all of you to reach out to Michelle or, you know, to the local certifying agency in your area. Um, if you are a small business owner who happens to meet the standards, uh, for women owned business, minority owned business, veteran owned business, um, LGBTQ business enterprise. Um, I think that's it. I think those are the ones, um, there might be more, um, or even, you know, locally in your community. 
If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to Living Corporate and share us with your friends and colleagues. And hey, you can really help us out by leaving a six-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Now, you may be thinking, but there are only five stars. How can I leave a six-star review, Amy? Good question. Give us all five of those stars, but then go the extra step by leaving just a couple of sentences in your own words, telling us what you loved about the show. Don't forget to visit living-corporate.com to learn more about our other podcasts, videos, web shows, and more. This is Amy C. Wanninger signing off, and I hope to see you next week. Living Corporate is a podcast by Living Corporate LLC. Our logo was designed by David Dawkins. Our theme music was produced by Ken Brown. Additional music production by Antoine Franklin for Musical Elevation. Post-production is handled by Jeremy Jackson. Got a topic suggestion? Email us at livingcorporatepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us online on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and living-corporate.com. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned.